This is the Mike's Online Podcast, episode number 13. Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to the My Excel Online Podcast, the need-to-know Excel insights, knowledge, and tips brought to you by the experts that know them best. Are you ready to explore your full potential and get better at Excel? It's time to stand out from the crowd with your host, John Mikaloudis. G'day guys and girls and welcome to this special Christmas episode and I have a great podcast show for you today. I have gathered the top Excel experts from all over the world to give you the best Excel tips of 2016. Now these guys consume Excel every day and they're going to share with you their top Excel tips that they've encountered in 2016. Now, if you want to know how to apply these Excel tips, then go over to myexcelonline.com backslash podcast and click on this Christmas special show. And in the show notes there, you're going to have a link to each expert's website and also an explanation of their Excel tip. Now, it's been my pleasure producing these Excel podcast shows throughout this year and getting all these experts and sharing their expertise with you so you can become better at Excel and and open your horizons as to what's possible within Excel. I also like to thank you for listening this year. You guys have been bloody amazing and the love for the show has been unbelievable. It has been a great year for MikeSonOnline.com and this podcast especially. I've had nearly 100,000 downloads in 2016 and that's just mind-blowing and I didn't expect it to get to these heights. So yeah, thank you for listening and sharing this podcast with your friends and I'm just motivated to bring you better tips in 2017. I'd like to thank each and every one of my guests that have been on my podcast show this year. And next year, it's going to be bigger and better with lots of guests and lots of new tips. They're going to make you stand out from the crowd and use Excel to become a more resourceful person that can lead to recognition and that can lead to a promotion or to a new job because Excel is a powerful tool and if you know how to use it the right way, then you are just going to get that recognition from your boss, from top management. It's going to make your life a lot easier in terms of producing reports quicker and in a more efficient manner. So we are here to help you get the most out of this powerful tool and I'm looking forward to these great tips that are going to be shared with all of you. But before we get into tip number one, I want to know what your best Excel tip was for 2016. So go on to myexcelonline.com backslash podcast, click on this show, and then at the bottom where the comment section is located, put in your Excel tip for 2016 because that's going to help everyone else there to increase the knowledge because sharing is caring and the more tips that everyone knows then the better that they can become using excel all right so let's get into it with the best tips of excel in the year 2016 tip number one Hello, my name is Benjamin from ApplyExcel.com and here is my favorite tip for Excel that I've learned in 2016. And that is keyboard shortcuts for all of the auto functions. Now quickly, for those of you who don't know what an auto function is, there are basically five of them. The sum function, the count function, average, max and min functions. Five of them. Okay, and they are functions that Excel allows you to insert with a single button click. So the idea is this. If you place your cursor below a column of values, or you highlight the cell below a column of values, and you press the button to insert one of these auto functions, Excel will automatically identify the correct cell range and insert it for you, along with all of the right parentheses and all of that, so it's basically a complete function 
and then you just need to press enter at the end. So now, how can we access these auto functions via a keyboard shortcut? Now, as some of you might know, the auto sum function has a dedicated keyboard shortcut, which is alt and equals. So you hold down the alt key and you press the equal sign. But none of the other four have dedicated keys like this. Fortunately, we can access them via the ribbon menu. So to start the process, you press the alt key. You don't need to hold it down in this case, you just press it once. And now you'll see that Excel places a small letter next to each tab in the ribbon. Now the one we want is the formulas tab, which has a little M next to it, so we can press M. Now next, Excel opens that tab and shows another set of letters next to each command in that tab. And the one we are looking for is the AutoSum dropdown, which we can activate by pressing the U function. So up to now, we have pressed Alt, M and U. And now we have all five of those auto functions at our disposal. You can now press the correct key corresponding to the function you'd like to insert. So these keys are S for sum, A for average, C for count, M for maximum, and I for minimum. And that's it. That's all you need to do. So once again, to recap, the keyboard shortcut goes like this. Alt, M, U, and then you press the key corresponding to the function you'd like to insert. Fantastic. That'll definitely save you some time in 2017. Have a great one. Tip number two. Hey, this is Bill Jellin with Mr. Excel, and my favorite Excel tip for Excel 2016 is the brand new function called text join, equal text join. You have to have Office 365 to get this, but it's great. It replaces uh, the old M concat function that you could download off the Internet. If you need to concatenate several cells together, A1 through A10, equal text join, open paren, what to put in between each one. So I always put quotation mark, comma, space, quotation mark, comma. Then, do we ignore empty cells, like maybe cell A8 isn't filled in, you don't want two commas, so you put a true in there, and then A1 colon A10, and close paren. Now, here's the secret thing that no one realizes. The guy at Microsoft that programmed this made that third argument be allowed to be a 3D reference. So, let's say that you had a total, and you knew that the total was in cell E20 on every sheet from January through December. You could say equal text join, open paren, maybe comma, space, in quotes, ignore, blanks, doesn't matter, false. And then in the third one, January, colon, December, exclamation point, E20, close paren, and it'll concatenate all of those amounts together. I'm not sure when that's going to be useful, but someday, maybe, they'll give us something like evaluate, and we could have concatenated them with plus signs, equal sign up front, and uh, another way to do a 3D reference. Number three. Hello everyone, this is Chris Newman, and for those who don't know me, I run an Excel blog over at thespreadsheetguru.com, and I've also created a bunch of popular add-ins for Excel and PowerPoint. When I look back to my time working in Excel this year, I think the number one technique that really improved my efficiency in Excel was using the F4 shortcut to repeat my last spreadsheet action. And the reason I love this shortcut so much is one, it's very easy to remember, and two, it's akin to creating a very simple macro on the fly. It's so powerful when you need to apply number formats throughout your spreadsheet or when you need to insert a bunch of columns or rows. And using F4 has made me so much faster at setting up my spreadsheets. So I encourage everyone to at least try using this shortcut and share it with others. I think it's one that really has flown under the radar with a lot of Excel users. Thank you so much, John, for letting me drop in on your podcast episode. And I wish everyone much success in 2017. Cheers. Tip number four. Hi, my name is Clint Tuttle of the University of Texas at Austin. I'm the creator of the Excel Parodies Excel Funk and the Justin Bieber Learn Excel song. I'm excited to share my favorite features of Excel and I it's hard to pick one, but I have to think about the fact that your use of Excel is going to depend on your job function. So if you're a financial person, you may use more financial functions. I'm a data guy, so I'm constantly looking at ways to extract, merge, and uh, visualize data. And the one thing that I find that many organizations in my consulting work and along with, uh, you know, I find my students coming back to me and telling me that the most useful things that they have learned and have used the most 
are two things that actually aren't new to Excel. And so for you Excel experts out there, you may just kind of roll your eyes when you hear me say that the things that I love the most and still use the most are VLOOKUP and pivot tables. I believe these two functions have the best ROI, and I mean that because one, they're very powerful, two, they're used a lot, and three, they're easy to learn. So something that's gonna be useful and powerful but is easy to learn, to me, has a great ROI. I think it's great to learn things that are even more powerful but they're really, really hard to use, but the problem is if they're hard to use and they're going to be used infrequently, then as a teacher, I'm going to be about pushing uh, you know, the functions that give you the most ROI. So you may say index match is more powerful and I don't disagree, but as a teacher, again, I want to have students understand you know, things quickly that can give them value in their jobs. And then once they learn those simple functions, then they can grow from there. For example, I like to teach students how to use count if uh, and average if before I show them how they can do that in a pivot table. It gives them a deeper appreciation for the more complex feature, learning it the hard way. So yeah, I find that that's, those are the things that still get used all the time, a VLOOKUP to merge data together because again, people have lots of data in lots of different places and learning how to merge that data together is critical. And then once we have that data set merged together, how do we quickly start to slice and dice it using a pivot table? Again, these aren't complex, but they are highly powerful and they're easy to learn, which gives you a great ROI. And I think those are uh, still gonna be some of my favorite functionalities in Excel. Thanks a lot. Tip number five. Hi, I'm Danielle Stein Fairhurst from plumsolutions.com.au. So I'm a financial modeling specialist and I use Excel for the purpose of financial modeling. So the tip that I'm going to give you today, this is my favorite tip for uh, 2016. And that is not so much a technical tip, but something just to keep in mind when you're using Excel. And that is to build your Excel solutions for other people. So we often find that as we're building our solutions, we build it for ourselves or we build it in a way that makes sense to us. So my tip for you today is to build your Excel model or your Excel spreadsheet in such a way that the person using it can understand what you've done. So make it clear, make it transparent, and most of all, make it really, really easy to follow because quite often we're having to take apart Excel spreadsheets or financial models that are built in Excel and trying to get inside somebody else's head or trying to figure out the way that their mind works can be quite difficult. So my Excel tip for 2016 is to build your Excel for somebody else to use. Tip number six. This is Deborah Dalgleish from Contextures.com and my favorite Excel tip is to save your work as often as you can while you're working in Excel. Most keyboard shortcuts can save you a couple of seconds while you're working, but if you press Control S, S for save, that shortcut can save you hours of your time. I read lots of tweets and I've seen way too many from people who are just crying because they forgot to save and now it's the end of the day and Excel crashed and they've lost eight hours of work. And if that happens, you might be lucky and get some of that work back, but all those complex formulas, it's going to take you another day to rebuild it all again if you're lucky. So make it a habit to hit Control S every five or 10 minutes. And also do that before you're going to do something that is likely to make Excel crash or hang. Sometimes if you're going to print or you copy and paste something from a website or you're doing some complex calculations, things like that, you might see Excel hanging a lot of the time. So just press Control S before you do any of those things. There's also an auto recover setting in Excel options. Look in the save category and you can set that up. And there's a free add-in from Jan Carl Peters at jkp-ads.com. The auto safe add-in and it will make a backup copy of all your open workbooks at regular intervals. And also, if you have a copy of my Excel tools add-in, there's a Make Back Up button in that. You just click it, and it saves a copy in the background. So I use that before I do things that 
can't be undone, like if I'm going to delete a worksheet. So to save time and heartache, press Control S or use one of the tools to save your work while you're busy in Excel. Tip number seven. Hi there. My name is Francis Hayes from theexceladdict.com, and this is my favorite Excel tip for 2016. Something that all Excel users need to do often is to convert cells containing formulas to fixed values. The way most Excel users do this is by right-clicking and copying the formula cells, then right-clicking and choosing Paste Special Values, either using the little 123 clipboard icon or the Values option on the Paste Special dialog. I find that most Excel users don't know that there is another way to do this, faster and easier, requiring fewer clicks. To convert a range of cells containing formulas to fixed values, simply select the formulas, then move your mouse cursor to any edge of the selected cells. When the cursor changes to a four-headed arrow, press and hold the right mouse button and drag it a little in any direction, it doesn't matter. While keeping the mouse button pressed, drag it back to the original location and release the button. A menu will pop up and one of the options is Copy Here as Values. Click that option and like magic, your formula cells are converted to fixed values. Once you get the hang of it, you will be able to convert formulas to values in about one second. I hope you like this tip and keep on excelling. Number eight. Hi everyone, it's George at georgejmount.com. And my favorite Excel tip from 2016, I actually just picked up in the last week or two. And that's what I love about Excel, that you're constantly learning new things. Now I know one of the most frustrating things for a lot of people about working in Excel is making charts and graphs. There's that ugly dialog box, you know the one, uh, select data source. It seems like you can't make a move without messing something up in your graph. But there's actually a way to add data to a chart without opening up that painful select data source dialog box. Now that box does a lot of good and we can't get away from it completely. But in simple cases when you're just updating new numbers into the graph, this will work really well. So let's say for example that you're plotting quarterly sales by region and a new quarter comes in. Let's say fourth quarter. All you have to do to update your chart is copy and paste. So if you select your new range of data, you can just do a control C, head over to that graph, do a control V, and that'll drop the new numbers into your chart and, and your graph will update. So this is a really nice tip that I hope saves you some time. To all you Excel lovers out there, here's to 2017, another year of good friends and good spreadsheets. Tip number nine. Hello, my name is Jeff from Excel University, and my favorite Excel tip of 2016 is get and transform queries. Now, I don't want to sound overly dramatic here, but they are a game changer. Formerly available as a separate download called Power Query, Get and Transform is now built into Excel 2016 for Windows, and it will revolutionize your workflow and your workbooks. Okay, if you'd like a kind of an easy warm up or an easy way to kind of get started. I've got some blog posts available at the Excel University blog where several recent of my posts talk through the old way and then the new way that we can uh, solve the problem with the Get and Transform query, right? So for example, how to unpivot Excel data. In the old days, <laughs> that was tough. That's a lot of copy paste. In the new way, hey, it's a simple Get and Transform query. Um, I also show how it's an alternative to reformat macros, right? We've downloaded and exported some transactions from some system, and then we need to clean it up before it moves its way into the next system. And in the old days, we'd have to, what, like do it manually or maybe write some kind of a complex macro? No more. Nowadays, we can just use a simple get and transform query. I also show how it's an alternative to manually flattening data. I have a post that shows how it's an alternative to Excel's web browser how it's an alternative to VLOOKUP list comparisons, and how it's even alternative to copy-paste-append. <laughs> All right. So anyways, if you'd like an easy way to check that out, check out the Excel University blog. But definitely my best Excel tip of 2016 is get and transform queries. So anyway, hey, hope that helps. And I hope Excel helps you get your work done faster. Thanks. Have a great day. Tip number 10. Hey, everyone in the MyExcel online community. Thanks for having me. My name is Joel Villar from IWillTeachYouExcel.com. 
And my favorite tip from 2016 would be put in some time up front to organize yourself when you're building out models or reports in Excel. This tip alone can save you countless hours, uh, 30 minutes to an hour, maybe even more, when you know explaining your models and your reports to other people and even helping yourself to audit your own work. One of the things that have worked for me when I build out my forecasts and my models is to make sure I have at least three tabs. One tab where I dump all my raw data, uh, that's my inputs tab and my assumptions. Another tab to calculate all that raw data. This is where all my formulas live. And my last tab would be my output tab where the results of those calculations would live in, in the output tab. And from here I can you know, build out all the reports and all the necessary analysis that I need. Now, this is just what works for me. You can organize your sheets the way that most applies to you. Obviously, you know, this all depends on the type of report and the type of model and your audience in your specific situation. But most of the time, it's what works for me and it's what helps my colleagues understand because I keep things consistent. It helps them quickly find the data that they need and figure out how I'm calculating certain numbers. Um, another helpful tip to organize yourself when you're building out, you know, reports and models is to color code your cells. I usually have a different standard when I hard code values into cells and a different color when I have formulas, assumptions, etc. And again, the idea here is to help save yourself time and energy. You know, believe it or not, this happens especially in the accounting field. You know, sometimes you build a model or a report and a few weeks go by, maybe even a month, you don't open it again. And then once you open it again, you have to kind of teach yourself, kind of refresh your memory on how it is you, you know, you worked all the formulas and and your assumptions and everything else. And keeping your tabs organized and color coding yourselves helps yourself quickly pick up where you left off and update your, you know, your analysis and your forecast with new data almost immediately for myself because I'm you know pretty consistent when I build out my models this way it helps me just kind of jump right in and hit the ground running as opposed to you know spending five ten minutes trying to figure out oh okay I, I you know I, I ran this formula here I plugged in my assumptions in this tab so doing this should hopefully save you tons of time and in, in the long term and and help you better streamline your work process so thanks again for having me I hope Everyone listening has a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday season and an amazing new year. 2017 is going to be awesome. Cheers to your success. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Can you analyze this spreadsheet using Excel pivot tables? Sure. If you can show me how to. Introducing the Extreme Pivot Table Online course, which teaches you how to analyze business data and highlight key metrics so that you can make insightful business decisions, create interactive analytical dashboards that will reach top management, and set you apart from your peers, which will make you more important and increase your chances of a promotion or pay rise. Developed over 15 years through extensive professional use and including real business case studies, it is the ultimate pivot table course. With over 200 short downloadable video tutorials accessible online, anywhere 24-7, 12-month personal support if you ever get stuck, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit myexcelonline.com today and give your professional development the boost it deserves. Tip number 11. Hey there, my name is John Akampora from ExcelCampus.com and my favorite Excel tip for 2016 is a keyboard shortcut to jump to the search box in the filter drop-down menu. So if your data range or table has filters applied to it, you will see a little drop-down button in the header row there. Clicking those buttons with the mouse opens the filter drop-down menu. And you can also open the filter drop-down menu with the keyboard shortcut by selecting the header cell and then pressing Alt down arrow on the keyboard hold down the alt key then press the down arrow now the filter drop down menu has a search box that allows us to filter down the checkbox list 
to set our filter criteria. And the keyboard shortcut to get to the search box is the letter E. Pressing the letter E on the keyboard will put the text cursor in that search box. So Alt down arrow E is the keyboard shortcut to quickly start typing a search to filter down that dropdown list. And another quick tip I really like is making a duplicate copy of a worksheet. So one quick way to do that is if you just left click and hold on the sheet tab there and then hold down the control key as you drag it to the right. So left click and hold the sheet tab, hold down the control key and you'll see a little plus symbol appear right above the mouse cursor. That lets you know you're making a duplicate copy and then just drag it to the right until you see a little down arrow between the sheets there and release the left mouse button and that will make a duplicate copy of the sheet. So it's much faster than going through the right click menu and making a copy of the sheet. Just left click and hold and drag and hold down the control key and release the sheet and you'll get a duplicate copy. So thanks John for letting me share two tips there. I really appreciate it and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Tip number 12. Hi there, this is Casper from Spreadsheeto and this is my favorite Excel tip of 2016. I've always had a crush on formatting because it's kind of the underdog of Excel. The results of good formatting are not as tangible as with pivot tables or a cool function, but formatting is just as powerful. Most people don't want to spend a lot of time on formatting, so here's a tip on how you can format your datasets in seconds. The deal here is to insert a table on your data to format the cells with just two clicks. If you don't need a table with all the features it brings, just remove it again. The formatting stays with the cells. Select the cell in your data. On the home tab of the ribbon, click the button called Format as Table. Choose your desired formatting style and click it. To remove the table again without removing the formatting, go to the Design tab. This is the table specific tab that appears when you select a cell in the table. Then click the button called convert to range. Now you have all the formatting but none of the features of a table. With this technique you can make boring data digestible in less than 10 seconds. I'm Casper from Spreadsheeto. This was my favorite tip of 2016 and I wish you a Merry Christmas. Tip number 13. Hey, this is Ken from xlguru.ca. So if I had to sit down and think about what my favorite new features are in Excel, uh, this is tough. I love all kinds of new features. I mean, anything that makes me more productive is something that I'm obviously going to jump on board with. Probably most people would actually expect me to say Power Query is the uh, is the biggest piece around what I do, and, and certainly I love it, and that's one of the areas that I explore an awful lot. But I think if I actually had to go back and pick one feature over the last year that, uh, that's really started to make a big difference for me, it's actually the subscription model for the Office 360 product as a whole. The reason for that is because of what it delivers. I mean, if we look back at, say, January 2016, we saw a whole bunch of new chart types show up. First time we'd seen new chart types in Excel in like 20 years. February, we got six new formulas showed up, which was amazing. You know, things like switch and text join. And then, you know, March comes along, we got a couple more charts. In April, there's more Power Query updates and, and whatnot. So, that model of delivering consistent value over time is huge. I love the way that it actually delivers the features in. You get a nice little pop-up that says, hey, we've just added some new stuff to your Excel, which is great because normally when we look at installing a new version of the software, all of the features have been overhauled or upgraded and whatnot. So now we start looking at it, it's a little bit overwhelming. We don't really find the new stuff or we find a couple of new things and we stop looking. The way the Office 365 portion puts its pieces out and says, hey, we've upgraded just this one little bit or this is new this month or this is different this month, gives us a way to actually start consuming these things on a little bit more granular, a little bit more bite-sized level which is great because that actually allows us when we only get one or two things to really actually focus on them and learn them and, and understand that they're there. So I'd have to say that um, all the other features aside with charts and, and Power Query and Power Pivot and all that kind of stuff, I, I would have to say it's the Office 365 model that's probably the most inspiring thing that's, uh, that's really making a big difference and that's got to be my, uh, my favorite new piece for this year. Tip number 14. Hello, my name is Kyle Pugh from officenoob.com, and this is my favorite Excel tip of 2016. When working with an Excel list, tens, hundreds, thousands, even hundreds of thousands of records, make sure you take advantage of the format as table command found on the home tab underneath the style section within Excel. 
This feature, really simple to use, is going to allow you to automate several tasks within an Excel list that you would normally do manually, such as calculations, adding columns, changing the size of your list, adding or deleting records, formatting the list, changing alternating row colors, all of this packaged up into one command. And it's really simple to use. Just click into your list, doesn't matter where, go up to the Home tab, find the Styles section. In the Styles section, you'll see Format as Table. Pick your favorite color, hit OK, and off you go. You'll now have a new tab on your ribbon called Table Tools with the Design tab. And in there, you'll find all the bells and whistles that come along with formatting your list as a table within Excel. It's that simple. Try it out. Tip number 15. Hi, my name is Minda Tracy from MyOnlineTrainingHub.com and one of my favorite Excel tips for 2016 is using Alt and Enter to force a line break or a carriage return between text in a cell. I use it to force text in my column headings to wrap exactly where I want. Tip number 16. Hello, my name is Miguel Escobar from PowerSolutions.co and this is my best favorite Excel tip of 2016. Back in March of this year, of 2016, Ken Poles created this blog post on replaced records via joins in Power Query. And this is by far one of his best works. This is one where he actually demoed how you can do anti-joins in Power Query, which is something that not that many people have covered so far. And it is an amazing blog post that shows you what capabilities you can do with the joins in Power Query. Be sure to check that out and can pose replace records via joins. Tip number 17. Oz Dussolet here. I'm an Excel MVP and you can find me on YouTube at the channel Excel on Fire. You can also email me at ozdata9 at gmail.com. That's O-Z-D-A-T-A-9 at gmail.com. Here is my tip for you in Power Query or getting transformed. For those of you who have to clean data, you need to know about these. In there, in your applied steps, after you have recorded a query, you get a list that looks like change type. Replace value, replace value, fill down, split column, added conditional column, fill up, replace value. And if you have to troubleshoot that, it can be messy. But you can change the names of those steps. Let's say one of your replaced values is where you converted northeast regions to east regions. You can go to that applied step, hover over it, right click, rename, and instead of replaced value, you can type in change northeast to east. That would be more meaningful. And then another replaced value might be where you converted HR to the words human resources. And another replaced value would be converting CS to customer service. Yes. Go to the replace value, right click, and make a title for exactly what you did in that step. And that will make understanding your query so much easier, whether you have to go back and look at it later or if you have to troubleshoot it because it's not acting right. And there you go. And please keep your data clean. Tip number 18. Hey friends, this is Puneet here from excelchamps.com and today I'm going to tell you a quick conditional formatting tip. So let's say you want to highlight top 10 values from your data. So all you have to do, select your data and go to conditional formatting option. And in conditional formatting option, click on top bottom rule and then select top 10 values. It will quickly give you a pop-up window where you, where you can select, you know, highlighting color the color which you can use to highlight values and click OK. And once you click OK, it will highlight top 10 values from your data. So it's a quite useful thing you can do with conditional formatting. So friends, that's it for this time. I hope you found it useful. Thank you and have a nice day.
tip number 19. Hello, everyone. This is Rick Grantham over at Excel.tv, and this is my best tip of 2016. Now, one of my favorite guests on the Excel TV program was Dan Filestra. Back before Excel, back before Lotus 1, 2, 3, there was another first program that was out there called VisiCalc that came out in 1979, and that kind of started the entire spreadsheet revolution, I guess. And that was created by Dan Bricklin and Bob Frankston, but it was published and pushed out by Dan Filestra. So Dan Filestra is still around today. He now runs a company called Frontline Systems. So as you can imagine, I was a bit awestruck in meeting Dan Filestra. You know, we had him on the show. He now runs Frontline Systems, where he's the president out there. And come to find out, his company created what is one of my favorite tools in Excel, one of my favorite add-ins, which is Solver. Frontline Systems created this, and this is now included in Excel and has been for some time. So first off, you have to activate this. So go over to your add-ins in Excel, and you'll see something called solver add-in so go ahead and click that for solver you have to build a worksheet model that has three elements right number one there has to be a single goal cell what this means if you think about a spreadsheet you're either usually trying to figure out profit or loss or basically there's a number of cells that you're doing calculations against to try to find an output so the great thing about solver is you can find a cell that you either want to minimize or maximize or set to a particular value, your output. So that's number one, find your single goal cell, something you want to minimize or maximize. Number two, there can be many input cells, right? So this is one of the things with goal seek nowadays is you can have varying different inputs from varying different cells that impact an output cell. And number three, there can be constraints. So you can say, I don't want one of my inputs to be over 10,000 units sold. Or I know that nobody can get less than 0% and nobody can get more than 100%. So you can put various constraints on your inputs. Now, here's the cool thing. Once you put in all these three things, you can go hit that calculate button and it will minimize or maximize all of the different input cells to give you what your output is, to maximize profit, to minimize costs. So that's my number one favorite best tip of 2016, the solver add-in in Excel. Go check it out. Tip number 20. Hi, I'm Rob Colley from PowerPivotPro.com, and my favorite Excel tip of 2016 is the same favorite tip I've had since 2010. If you're a pivot table person, if you're a VLOOKUP person, and you still haven't tried out Power Pivot from Microsoft, you are missing the single greatest gift of your entire career. Now, I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Power Pivot won't just make you better at your job. It won't just make you an even bigger hero than you already are. It will make you a happier human being. Now, how many times does software do something like that? And trust me, no one has a lower opinion of software than I do. When software sucks, and it often does, no one gets angrier than I do. I'm actually famous for my anti-software rants. But I love, love, love this stuff. Seeing what PowerPivot could do for me and for others way back in 2010 is what led me to change careers. Every dollar I have made, and I'm not kidding, every dollar I have made as a professional for the past six plus years has come from Power Pivot. It's an utter travesty for you even, specifically for you, that my former colleagues at Microsoft haven't done a better job of getting the word out about this stuff. So if you spend your days slogging through VLOOKUP or Index Match, if you have learned to hate Get Pivot Data, or if you're one of the few that for some reason loves it, if your desktop is littered with CSV files exported from other systems, if your colleagues routinely change their requests at the last minute, forcing you to repeat many hours of work, if you spend your week just tending to a portfolio of existing spreadsheet reports, and if you've forgotten how much fun Excel was when you first started using it, well, if any of those are true, or some number of them, I suspect some number of them are true for you, PowerPivot and its buddy PowerQuery aka Get and Transform in Excel 2016. That's what they've 
renamed Power Query to be. But Power Pivot and Power Query are going to put a permanent smile on your face. And if you play your cards right, I'm not kidding, it will put extra money in your pocket. Oh, and if you happen to manage a team of Excel analysts like this, this is an even bigger deal. We've helped clients build single workbooks. I'm not kidding. Single workbooks that save the client $25 million a year. A single workbook. And that's not really an outlier. We see crazy results like that all the time. Again, just with the things that they're now building into Excel that they're not really talking about publicly, at least not loudly enough. Now, finding out which versions of Excel contain Power Pivot is a little bit tricky. So we put together a guide for you. Go to powerpivotpro.com slash getpowerpivot. That last part is all one word. powerpivotpro.com slash getpowerpivot for a guide on how to get your hands on Power Pivot. And get started. Tip number 21. Hello, my name is Ryan Wells from the VBA Tutorials blog at wellsr.com. And this is my favorite Excel tip of 2016. Give your spreadsheet the grand entrance it deserves by designing and displaying an awesome animated splash screen when your workbook is open. With a little design work in VBA, you can give your spreadsheet a high-quality launch page to make it look more professional. Open your VBA editor by pressing Alt-F11. Right-click the Project Explorer pane on the left. Hover over Insert and click User Form. And while you're at it, just rename your user form Splash User Form. Now for the fun part. Take some time to design your user form. When I create a splash screen, I like to include a logo, the title of my project, my name, a copyright year, a link to my website, and a label at the bottom that I'll use to animate the status while the spreadsheet loads. You can make your splash screen come to life by updating the caption of one of your labels each second and using the VBA repaint command. Try updating a label with captions like loading data, creating forms, opening, once your form is designed, you can show the user form when your spreadsheet is open. Double-click this workbook in your VBA editor. Type private sub workbook underscore open. Now type splash userform.show in your new module. Save your spreadsheet, exit, and reopen it. Pretty neat, huh? You can make it look even better by hiding the entire Excel window until your splash screen loads and you can make your splash screen look more polished by hiding the title bar so the little window with the red X doesn't show. To find out how to do this and to find design inspiration, just Google Excel Splash Screen and click the link from wellsar.com for a step-by-step -step tutorial. Tip number 22. Hi, my name is Steve McDonald from Excel 2016, the complete Excel mastery course for beginners found on udemy.com. And this is my favorite Excel tip of 2016. I recently got a great question from one of my students, and that's, how do you move or copy an entire worksheet to a new or different workbook? And it's pretty simple. You just have to have both of the workbooks open. You go to the worksheet that you want to copy, hover over the name and right-click, and there's an option that says Move or Copy. When you click on that, it gives you an option to choose which workbook you want to move it to. So you just find the name of the workbook that you want to move it to, select it and click OK, and that sheet will move to a completely new Excel workbook. Simple as that. So this is a great way to just basically manage your worksheets and be able to have a lot more flexibility arranging sheets in different workbooks without having to go through the tedious process of copying and pasting entire sheets. Hope you enjoy that tip. We'll see you in 2017. All right, so thank you to all my guests who have given these awesome tips for you guys. And yeah, it was great. What a great episode we just had. And to finish off, I have my tip of 2016. And it is to learn Excel by taking online courses. Now, the reason I say that is because a lot of people learn Excel by going on to Google and searching or YouTube. That's okay to learn a tip or two, but to become better than your peers and elevate your Excel skills, you need to do an online course. Now, online courses give you the structure to learn Excel the quickest possible way. They're set out in a way where you can jump in 
and learn from the Excel expert and learn the different ways to use Excel and the different features that they're teaching. So, you know, they have several chapters. It's not just, you know, an hour course. These courses are in depth, so they're usually more than five hours. And, you know, five hours of course material is a lot and you're going to learn a lot. So it is structured in a way where a beginner can come in there and start from the beginning and at the end of the course, they're going to become a more advanced Excel user. And you'll be surprised at how much you will learn from an online course because people think that to become an Excel expert, you need years. No, you don't. You just need one or two good online courses and you're going to become an Excel expert. Now, the other reason why online courses are great is because you can actually download the videos and keep them offline. Now, if you go on YouTube, you know, they're not available to download. So you can download the videos and watch them offline, take them into work or whilst you're traveling. They're a great way to learn. You can keep them forever. And the other thing is that the quality of the videos and the audio is top notch. You compare that to some YouTube videos and the quality is bad, the audio is bad, and you know, these people don't care about uh, producing quality videos. But online courses do have that. They have a lot of supporting material which will help you understand the topic that is being taught. And also they give you the personal support. They give you the personal support that you need if you have an issue or if you don't understand a feature or a part within the course. You know, most of these instructors will get back to you straight away with an email or they can do a Skype call. And that personal touch, you don't have that. You don't have that on YouTube or Google. So online courses are great. And if you want to stand out from your next person and take your professional skills to another level, then online courses are the way to go. And they're not expensive they're compared to other courses that are out there that cost thousands of dollars. Uh, and I've taken them as well. Um, you know, $1,000 courses for online marketing. These are $1,000 courses and I've taken them and I compare that to the Excel courses that I've taken or that I sell and they're nowhere near the quality and quantity that we Excel experts produce in these online courses. So, you know, they're very inexpensive and it, it's, it's a great investment for you personally, professionally, because it's just going to give you that, that opportunity to become better at Excel. And at the end of the day, we want to make you become more comfortable, more powerful using Excel so you can get that job or promotion. It comes down to that. We want you to exceed your expectations and get that promotion that you deserve. And Excel is one of the tools that you can use to get there. So now there are a lot of online Excel courses out there and most of the guests that have been on this show have these courses. So go to the podcast show notes and have a look at the website and have a look at the Excel courses because they're going to help you out. Now that's my tip for 2016. Now let's finish off with a great Excel song. Now this is by Clint Tuttle from the University of Texas at Austin. He's a lecturer there. He teaches MIS and he produces Excel songs each year. At the end of each um, university year, he produces an Excel song and you should go on his YouTube channel, put in there Clint Tuttle, T-U-T-T-L-E and I'll have um, the link in the show notes. The song that he's produced is called can't stop excelling and it's a remake from justin timberlake's can't stop the feeling it's a great song and it has a few of the excel experts that have been on this show today it's it's quite amusing to see them dance but um it's, it's a great it's a great video so um get in there watch it and i'm going to play for you now and i'll see you in 2017 This spreadsheet, I'm on my own. 
Gotta get the numbers crunched before tomorrow morning. I'll make it pretty with lots of style. And when I'm finished with it, they'll be saying wow. But first things first, I add some filters. Table styles will make it look neat. Drop that data in a pivot, man, I can't stop. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Guess I'm turning into a geek. Are you shocked at how my skills rock? Well, man, I can't stop it. Got some YouTubes and then you know Your career will start to grow Just imagine, just imagine Easy if I ask my skills to be fans, fans, fans Now if you love this stuff then clap your hands, hands, hands Come on, look at your post it's indeed To me, look up to merge it in one Check my latest crazy function Man, I can't stop Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it Yes, I'm turning into a geek Are you shocked at how my skills rock? Man, I can't stop But if your skills are light We'll dip in your toes Check out some help signs And then you know Your career will start to grow just imagine, just imagine. Listen, you have to ask my skills to be fans, 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 yeah. If you love Excel, then clap your hands, hands, hands. Come on, all these job postings have been deep. Can't stop this. 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 Can